Cool, you've pressed record, haven't you? I've pressed record. Yeah. I'm guessing this bit's not going to end up in the podcast. Chop, 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 chop. Chops everywhere. Good podcast. There's more chops than an Australia Day barbecue. <laughs> yeah, and more snags as well. <laughs> uh, well, here we are for... What is this thing even called? It's the New Life at Home podcast. This is the New Life at Home podcast. And uh, we'll swap some things around this week. Tim's going to be uh, delivering our our Bible talk videos. And uh, I'm hosting the um, podcast. You're off to a good start, I reckon. Well, I was just about to ask you that, Tim. Um, Are you as nervous about this as I am, Tim? I'm quite relaxed, actually. (laughs) Oh, well. We'll see see how this all goes. Uh, We're going to reflect um, on the past couple of uh, months, really, and share personally about some of the things that we've been uh, thinking about early on in isolation that we're expecting to have and things being shut down was to have an isolation hobby. How about you guys? Did you have something that you locked in and how have you gone with that? The skill that I've picked up is video editing. (laughs) It's been the the skill that I've uh, enjoyed learning how to do and, and learning a new software. I've got right into the garden and I've learnt that in the garden you just got to be ruthless. So just lots of chopping, lots of cutting, lots of weeding, lots of roundup, even though it's not the right time of year for roundup. If you make it strong enough, it still kills stuff. I had an ambition of doing um, pen art, fountain pen art. Uh, not so much calligraphy, but uh, what you could do with lines and uh, things like that. And I do have a nice fountain pen and I haven't done anything artistic with it, but I've been um, writing with it more regularly. What, what, what have you um, learned about yourself while we've been in um, this COVID-19 pandemic? I think the more intense relationships at home and more time together, I think God has helped me to see that sometimes the way my kids, you know, react to certain things or behave in certain ways, it's like holding a mirror up to me. Mm. And so I've noticed, yeah, in the way that they've responded to certain things, uh, it's it's kind of put my my sin front and centre um, it almost like reflected back to me. Mm. Uh, so like if one of one of my kids is, you know, getting angry or is impatient or agitated, I think I've started to see, God's helped me to see that, you know, that's a, I'm like that. And, mm. you know, it's opened up opportunities to talk as a family about the things that we all struggle with and mm. re- how we reflect that in each other. I think I think one of the things that's really struck me deeply uh, in this time has been the realization of how much I need people mm. around me, mm. uh, people to stabilize me in a sense, uh, and people to uh, relate to, you know, mm. back and forth. And I think that's that's been one of the things, and and many people that I've spoken to have, have sensed that uh, same thing, that that isolation while. Uh, it's been, as Tim said, intensified time with family and, uh, mm. and there's been some uh, great things out of that. Mm. Um, the thing has been that, that real loss of uh, connection with other people face-to-face particularly, something that mm. uh, no amount of you know, video conferencing mm. uh, can make up for. Mm. Particularly made me aware of how um, special the new life community is mm. Mm. not just as someone who's uh, on staff mm. 
but as someone who is a part of that community mm. how dear and precious uh, every one of those people are mm. to us mm. yeah mm. And I learned something about myself in in uh, this season was uh, the realization, appreciation that I'm actually a creative person. Um, the outputs that I can produce that have have form, something that has a presence in the world that I, I really like doing that. And, and so it can be music. You you play an instrument and it makes a noise in the world. It's something that you can notice and do. Uh, but so much of ministry working on a sermon there's a there's a, a huge creative element now it might be not be artistic and beautiful but it's creative and so the videos we've been doing um uh, while that's been a hugely steep learning curve for me um and uh, and and i don't think anybody likes seeing themselves on on video nobody likes hearing themselves on a podcast even more so no one likes seeing themselves on video um uh, there, there's a there's a joy for me in seeing the creative uh, aspect of it hmm. I've just been talking about ourselves. Um, what have you learned about God? Something I've learned about God is that he hasn't wasted this crisis. He's not wasting this crisis. Mm. So uh, something we've been doing in um, with the high schoolers is the book of Philippians. And we just, we've just done the bit where Paul says that the work that God has begun in us, he's going to bring to completion. Uh, and so I can see in, you know, some of our youth, I can see in, you know, people in our life group, uh, in myself as well, uh, with, you know, some of what I just shared then, just before, is that, you know, God is still at work. He's powerfully at work by his spirit. And he's, he's not going to stop working. He's going to keep achieving what he set out to achieve and his purposes. And he's going to bring... He's going to use COVID and use the, the trials that we're going through at the moment, um, however small or however large they are, um, to make us more like Jesus. I, I think on a similar note there, um, this whole season has been really, yeah, personally, eye-opening to me about however I perform, good or bad, God is still going to achieve what he's going to achieve through this time. God has gone, you've, you've put all your eggs into one basket of let's do church on Sunday. And there's so much else of ministry that should be happening. And it's like God's hit the pause and said, okay, rebuild your ministries from the ground up. And that to me has been um, not only challenging, but also really exciting to see through this difficult time, and as we've seen in history through difficult times, there's often kind of like a filtering, I guess, of people. You know, some people will leave, but then plenty more people will um, choose to put their faith, their hope, their trust uh, in the risen Lord Jesus. And I think it's really exciting as someone working in church ministry at the moment to be just you know, dreaming and imagining what God is doing through this results that we may not see today, mm. but things that he's doing uh, in our world and in people's hearts um, through this crisis. Mm. For people like me um, working in more creative roles, this sort of situation where things are so out of our control and, and things change and the depth of things change really um, convicts us and humbles us. For me, it's been personally challenging and certainly very humbling to go through this 
period, more than 12 months ago when we were uh, working through the, the New Testament book of James. And we've, we've got this thing built into us, and, and certainly in me, that oh, God will do stuff. God will work if only uh, I get this sorted out in life. Or, or church will grow when we get this creative element or this aspect up to a particular standard. And I, th- I think what God has shown me again of, of himself is, is that uh, God's at work in, in the brokenness. And uh, we call that sermon series, The Subtle Art of Living Well When Life Is Not Well. And I certainly had that personal experience um, uh, through last year and over summer uh, going through uh, depression. God was at work and my life was not well. Um, mm. And I guess I've seen that on a, on a bigger scale now in in myself but in a church in a community in a world that is not not well um, but this is the season when when uh, god very well to say it another way there is no season where god is not at work what's something that you've been learning about the world something that's become clearer for you i think you know the hundreds and thousands of people who've died it's exposed our brokenness and mm. our need for Jesus, mm. our need for something better than this world. Mm. The world was no less broken in, in some ways mm. um, beforehand, perhaps where we wall ourselves off from the brokenness of the world in our affluent Western lives. What do you think church has to offer the community round about us in the days ahead? The number one thing I see is that hope. I think everyone's had mm. more intense relationships with their neighbours during this period. Mm. Um, give them the reason for the hope mm. that you have. Share that hope with them. Mm. And I think as a church, that's one thing I really want to see us doing uh, into the, the second half of this year. Mm. A- a- absolutely. Because while Australia might be saved from a, a second wave of the pandemic, the second wave of COVID-19, there will be a second wave of, well, we're already hearing there's going to be a second wave of, mm. of mental illness crisis mm. and, and relationship breakdown. And, uh, and so even with the COVID-19 uh, vaccine, um, God willing, we, we are still going to be surrounded by a world that's hopeless. Hope is something we can and um, should be offering in the, in, the midst of, in the midst of that. There's going to be greater opportunity, I think, for... Uh, intensified community and so because of that there are new opportunities for helping people um, and having people connect in with us you know whoever that might be a neighbor a a co-worker a friend yeah that that intense community being a place where get to know a few Christians really well and then as as that as people are drawn in through the natural relationships we all have there's the chance I think to model grace and patience as a community is a witness that can go with the gospel being proclaimed we can turn that into some prayer father god thanks that you uh gather us together regardless of what's going on uh, in the world uh, that you are sovereign in all things and that even through this crisis that you uh, continue to achieve your plans and your purposes for us and for our world Uh, Father, as we look at our world and we see the fear and we see the distrust, we see uh, fractured relationships and 
the brokenness uh, of our world, the greed, the, the sheer hopelessness that we uh, look upon. We pray that you would uh, give us uh, soft hearts filled with compassion uh, to love uh, those around us and our world and that we would speak uh, the truth, that we would speak hope uh, into the lives of those people that we interact with and into our world uh, for the glory of our Saviour Jesus. Amen. Yeah, Father, thank you for what you have been teaching all of us uh, about uh, yourself, uh, about ourselves and about our world. Uh, thank you that uh, the wonderful news that uh, Jesus has breathed life into, um, into us, uh, that Jesus has um, yeah, died and risen again and now he reigns. Uh, he's in control. Uh, he's, um, yeah, he's the one who all of history um, points to and is summed up under. And, and Lord, uh, we thank you uh, that we know that. And Lord, we, we ask that in the coming weeks and months that um, our church community will, would be a place uh, where uh, we would welcome people in uh, to find out and to hear and be challenged by Jesus themselves. Mm. Amen. Mm. Amen. Our Father, please take us and uh, use us uh, right now, today, and in the days ahead. Please take and use uh, our other uh, friends, brothers, sisters at New Life. Please take us and use us um, to show the world round about us a real and lasting hope in Jesus. And uh, Father, we pray for your great mercy uh, on this world. Please relieve us uh, from a pandemic pandemic um, in physical health, mental health, uh, relational health and uh, uh, economic health. Uh, but Father, more than ever, we pray, come, uh, Lord Jesus, come. Uh, in Jesus' name, we do pray. Amen. 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 Tim, what's coming up? Uh, next week, I'm going to be chatting with John McLean from Christ College. He's the vice principal there. He's done a lot of work and a lot of research into um, reconciliation between Indigenous and... Um, we have, we have a struggle to how to talk about it, don't we? we we're not familiar with, the, with sensible, sensitive language to use. No. I'm not. Mm. Mm. Well, we're going to find out from John... More about that next week. Yeah. I'm going to be talking to him. Yeah, he's done a lot of work uh, thinking about that. So That'll be great. I'm looking forward to that. And I'm looking forward to uh, handing hosting of uh, New Life at Home podcast. Uh, back to uh, Tim. What do we do to finish up? Do you just press stop That's... or do I have to <laughs> have a little jingle? Or you'll have to record an outro. You've been listening to the New Life at Home podcast with the staff team, Tim, Brock and me, Russell. Next week, Tim is going to be speaking to John McLean about the very important topic of reconciliation and how we might think Christianly about that in our nation. Have a great week.